This podcast is brought to you by impacteers.club. What's the secret to getting yourself hired? Well, that's the million dollar question every college graduate has, and we're cracking the code of how tech companies hire and take a peek inside the HR curtain. Tune into our Tech Career show for a full reveal of all the secrets of landing your dream job. And now, introducing your host Hey everyone and welcome to the show. We've got with us today a very very special person. Now I say he's special because he is a data science expert has been so uh, right across his career and today is a PhD scholar. Yes, you heard it. He's learning or researching rather to become a doctorate in his field. Um please welcome Deep Dubedi um uh, to the show. Hey, welcome Deep. Thanks a lot Benjamin for a very nice introduction and really looking forward for this podcast. Hey, we're super happy to have you here um and uh, just to really understand your journey. Um if you can just give um uh the listeners a quick insight into uh who you are a little about yourself so that they can uh, basically kind of understand where you come from. Uh, I think that would be a really great start for us. Yes, yes, for sure. So hi everyone as everybody knows that my name is Deep Devedi and uh, so I am currently placed as uh, vice president of data science research and development at one of the very leading organization uh, in education space which is Extramarks and I am as Benjamin mentioned that I'm also doing a PhD along with my job so one pointer to all of you guys that we can learn while while doing job as well and there are multiple organization who provide these kind of facilities so in order to give you a brief background about myself i am come from a very humble background my father was uh, uh, was into uh, central uh, central government he was in railways my mother was home homemaker and i am youngest of uh, 3 Uh, three and uh, my I have two elder sisters and I recently got married. At, I'll be completing one year recently, and uh, that's that's all about it, I guess. And uh, rest all we can continue with further discussions. Of course, of course. Well, belated congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. So, um, Deep, uh, working and. studying at the same time now it's not unheard of but a lot of people think that it's really really difficult when you're uh, at the position you are right as a vp of an organization um how would you put it would you say it's it's uh, extremely taxing or you know worth it um you know how how do you position that yeah yeah so in order to answer this question i would like to quote very famous quotation by einstein which my guide actually told me uh, mm. about this it's like i i'm not very smart i'm not very intelligent i just tend to spend time uh, with the problem much longer so that's the key you have to spend longer time and be patient with the with the work you do with the interest you have and everything is possible and if you are able to convey uh, in right fashion 
to your organization that what you actually want to achieve and what in turn it will give give it back to the organization i didn't th- th- think so none of the organization will ever say no to any kind of a le- learning all the organization you know pro- prefer and promote lot lot many learnings and upskilling so why not a degree so it's never it's never never tiring it's never taxing and if you have a interest if you are doing a study which interests you and belongs to your career i don't think so it's a, uh, it it becomes taxing at any point it it's just you know gives you multiple horizons to think uh, think upon because academia uh, being into academia gives you multiple horizons and uh, you know it also introduces you with multiple domains multiple new technologies which are coming along which we really don't get to see while working or uh, into corporate jobs so that's a very good thing and one more thing my guide again told me that's time management time management is the key if you manage your time well everybody in the world be it you know uh, top, uh, top richest people or top top people in the tech industry everybody has 24 hours in their hand how you manage those 24 hours that's the key you have to crack it that's that's some heavy uh insights right there the uh because i i think that's something that is not taught to us at any point in time um yes. when we when we study when we do our education as a young person yeah. nobody really teaches you hey time time management and how to manage that time right uh and uh it it's really really key for people to kind i mean students especially to understand that that is Uh, a very key aspect of it um another key thing that i think that we can take away from this is that you really don't stop studying you know i'm really sorry guys especially the listeners the young listeners out there um i know you like just passed out or you know you thought okay now i can work and i don't have to study again but that's not the reality of it we never ever stop learning and and i think yes. deep is a fundamental it's it's a fundamental aspect of our lives that we continue to learn and uh, d- did you actually think that you would be doing a phd at any point in your time like as you uh, passed out from college or in those days yeah. so i'll tell you a brief about that so i passed out from uh, vit vellore in cse uh, in 2015 Uh, and i had a very good score in gre uh, i had uh, around thir- 333 score which seems to be a very very good college but due to certain uh, issues at my family and and some financial constraint i couldn't go uh, outside india to pursue higher studies and it was always there back uh, back in my mind that i have to uh, do my uh, higher studies i i was always you know keen keen to learn all these things and always wanted to do a doctorate there is a one funny story behind that as well uh, one of my teacher one of my professor actually told me uh, when i was you know uh, studying and he uh, he somehow knew that i have a keen interest in research and i always you know keep kept myself indulged in multiple uh, projects apart from my normal academic uh, routine so he he told me once you are a d square which means d divedi is d square and i want you to become a d cube d cube means dr deep divedi so that one thing got got stuck in my mind and i always chase this 
this particular uh, time and i've waited for a right time when uh, and right opportunity and as soon as it came along the way i quickly picked up and i started my phd journey oh wow so so you're on your way to become dcube now yeah yes yes i am on my way to become a dcube <laughs> awesome awesome and and this is when you were studying uh, your uh, undergraduation or yeah this is during my undergraduation that's what i uh, when i published my first research paper i was uh, in second year of my btech days and at that particular time you know most of the students were used to only indulge them into academia and you know running behind the marks and everything i used to study i always used to study uh, in order to gain the knowledge and not to get the marks per se because i was not running behind the marks i was always behind gaining experience knowledge in different verticals so if i tell you one thing so being a csc graduate everybody expects that a csc graduate should do some coding some programming and yep. you know some development of application yeah but i haven't restricted myself any any time even my parents always told me that do not restrict yourself if you have interest in certain areas try explore try go explore you will if you will fail you'll get the learning if you'll pass you will have one more feather in your hat okay nice so during during my uh, undergrad journey i was a part of uh, a uav development uh, team which participated in one of the competition organized by sae uh, aero sae and nasa nasa lockheed martin okay, okay which uh, and we secured third prize into that and i was uh, a prime uh, you know developer for their avionics which is totally into electronics means i was uh, into how uh, you know uav sends out their video feeds back to the ground what how gps uh, maintains how payload delivery can happen how we can you know automatically control uh, the uavs based on the air pressure based on the velocity and many things right so i was into i i i got keen interest into robotics and uh, i started exploring this area then i participated in multiple other competition this not only gave me uh, you know perspective to look uh, look into the world beyond computer science and it also actually uh, made me learn that what are different applications of computer science not only reading about it and but to apply somewhere in realistic way and see it working that gives you a goosebumps that gives you a different charm and you get attached to your uh, learnings much more and that's that's how i grew i participated in multiple organ- uh, competition organized by tech uh, iit bombay even overseas uh, even one of the competition i would like to call it about which was a turning point in in uh, my domain is is related to ip soccer which is image processing soccer so this is this competition is amalgamation of robotics as well as computer science machine learning so what it does is basically you get a uh, there is a robot and there are multiple colored cubes red green blue light around on the floor and on the basis of image processing technology your robot has to navigate and target specific colored cubes in different different set of rounds and they have to nav- navigate it accordingly so that they don't have to touch another cube because there's a penalty for that 
so that those those things and regularly participating in different competitions and uh, extracurricular activities actually gave me a boost to see where i can place myself and in uh, it also made me realize that what are my keen interests so this is my suggestion to all the freshers who are pursuing their uh, undergrad or just passed out do not restrict yourself in experimenting uh, just uh, you know this is the phase of life where you can explore things if you uh, explore your interest explore your things just do not uh, run behind the money uh, for the job that okay this job is paying me so well so i should do this thing rather than you should focus on what interest you and if you find your interest your job doesn't uh, you know remain a job it becomes fun for you so i i'm kind of speechless at this point you've done so many things you've worked with so many organizations and done so many competitions uh, i'm kind of like speechless i i really uh, i really have to ask you one very very interesting question in this how did you end up in data science after all of this right so uh, you you did i'm i'm sure you did your exploration of what you would have liked you would have jumped multiple fields but what was it that that really took you on in terms of data science is what i want to do and this is where my passion is or this is where my interest lies what 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 was the aha moment if there was yeah yeah so may i give you a bit bit of you know back story as well that how actually i landed up into uh, data science domain since the inception of my career okay. sure please as i mentioned as i mentioned uh, earlier that ip soccer was the one event which actually transformed my uh, journey when i participated in this competition i got to know uh, you know multiple people who are also also fellow competitors i went over there discussed many things with them and one thing which was very commonly popped up uh, by uh, multiple con- uh, during multiple conversation was artificial intelligence something related to data science and it was a key moment where i decided okay i need to explore this and though i was in second year of my undergrad and uh, haven't had much uh, of the opportunity post that one of my senior actually asked me that why don't you apply for a uh, internship in multiple uh, good institution like iisc uh, or iits so i right. started applying that and into the domain of statistics and operation re- research operation research is again uh, you know a part of optimization where you uh, utilize data science in those old days when data science not data science was not a buzzword uh, everything were used to be happen uh, through statistical means or during the or optimization methodology so i luckily luckily got my internship uh, under dr deepu philip who is a professor of uh, or and statistics in iit kanpur okay and uh, so and it was a 3 months internship i uh, after my second year i uh, got this opportunity i went over there as a just a naive student who doesn't know anything about it and he asked me what is your interest so i told him i i want to learn artificial intelligence and he laughed he laughed uh, very hard uh, at me and he said okay uh, i understand you you have uh, you know keen interest into this field but what you said 
have you explored this? So I said, no, sir. I have just had a few conversations with my seniors and they said, this is a good field. You should explore, uh, explore about it. And I participated in this, this competition and this, uh, in the, my fellow competitors and the organizer, organizer said that you are actually doing what uh, happens in uh, AI and ML uh, domain. So why don't you explore it? So I just told him and he posed that during the course of my internship. Actually, that was the major turning point where I realized what is the importance of data. Why all the companies and organizations are trying to make themselves AI ready, are trying to make uh, capture as much as data as possible. Because I worked on a very live uh, project and it was for a very big paint uh, paint uh, organization which takes care of, uh, you know, uh, paints in many uh, cars, many German cars, many British cars and Land Rovers and all those things. So the project was from that big organization and we were trying to optimize the content of chemical uh, and their toxic toxicity. So luckily in the three months time, uh, I was able to uh, give out some output. I was awarded a best intern award over there and it was a you know major turning uh, point. Wow. Post that I came back, came back to my college. I started discussing this, these things with my seniors, with my professors, and uh, all the professors, you know, uh, from be it or any college, they are very much humble. And if a student really wants to do something, they always support. So it's a myth, I would say, that the professors are just strict; they do not support or something like that. Why? Because my professors always supported me in pursuing the interest and the projects which I really wanted to do uh, apart from my academia. Though I had to put a lot, lot many extra effort, uh, you know, uh, after my college hours, I have to go to lab and spend, uh, you know, some night hours over there, burning my night oil over there. But at that, that whole thing resulted in a very, very nice way. Post that, I started continuing this thing. I started learning Python, which were, you know, my professor told me this is the language which you really need to be proficient in in order to get into this field. So I learned Python and a few, uh, I joined a few communities, data science communities. I got to got uh, the hang of Kaggle, Analytics, Vidya, and I started participating in multiple data hacks mm. uh, in, uh, in Kaggle or in... Uh, on analytics within multiple other places. And this uh, again gave me uh, that in what in real time data looks like and how the different kind of a data looks like and what how you can approach different set of problems with, with uh, different type of uh, approaches. Post that I, you know, uh, cut, cut down to my fourth year when all the placement started happening. I was only looking for the organization who are somehow analytics related or data related okay i had i backed up very very good offers from uh, one of the very big uh, organization um, throughout the world i would say in cloud computing uh, i backed a very good offer from them and apart from that i had multiple offers as a java developer or android developer from other startups or some organization but I, I and I backed the offer from Mu Sigma, which was a very, very less offer in comparison to 
other other offers i had monetary perspective if i'm talking about it was very very less proper but that organization was into data analytics okay i discussed it by, uh, with my parent uh, parents and i said i want to do this because this field uh, interest me and i was not you know running behind the money and i would like to uh, mention this to all the freshers and graduates who are just passed out to not run behind the money but run behind your interest and the good kind of a projects which you can do at the initial phase of careers because your career is around 30 to 35 years long and if you are doing something which is pertaining to your interest then those 30 35 years will be very fun and if you are doing something which is not of your uh, interest then it will be you know it can it can be a drag uh, for you guy for you guys so always you know run behind uh, the projects and the interest you have i got into mu sigma and uh, then i i found out that mu sigma has r&d division which totally works on uh, different ai and ml startup i talked to my managers pleaded them that i did this this projects i want to get into r&d team at that point of time they never they didn't used to take freshers uh, into their r&d team but you know after after you know chasing my managers and there's a, there's you know i all, always believe in the law of attraction philosophy if you continuously chasing behind some uh, some problem or uh, something you really want with whole hearted whole heartedly um, some something happens you know some some uh, positive energies come come along and they get you into that space so everything remain you know went out successfully and i got into r&d team and that's how my journey started into data science and since then you know rest is history and i am here at this location <laughs> no looking back <laughs> yeah awesome so deep um i i want to i want to take a couple of steps back right because young graduates there, there are very few young graduates out there who really know what to do with their lives like you know have have, have that direction hmm. um and exploration is fundamental in that aspect and you've mentioned it in before yeah. i think you had the privilege to explore prior to even passing out as you were studying you you actively explored and and i think it came inherently as part of your your uh, your mentality of how you approach a problem uh, the the question that i want to pose to you right now is basically to understand let's assume that i go exploring and i actually find something um the exploration gives me an understanding of what i want to be or what i could potentially be right or what are the what is out there it gives me a larger picture but now when i take a decision i have to now say okay i want to be something in 10 years time or in 5 years time this is what i aspire to be right how do i go from all this exploration to what i want to be in 10 years and i think it's a, it's a very apt question for you because you actually did that you you found um data science and you said hey this is where i want to be 
what is that goal that you've set for yourself that you say, okay, in 10 years, 15 years, this is where I want to be. And this is the route that I would potentially take, or these are the routes that I would, do you have something like that where you planned out your, your, your trajectory? Yeah. So I would say, I would say I never planned out that I would be landing, landing up into the certain kind of a positions like VP or something like that. I always knew from the starting its, uh, itself after my exploration stage that I want to be in data science. I want to explore as much as possible and I want to keep on learning things and want to keep on upgrading myself and be a part of a relevant contributor in scientific community. community. So, uh, you know, uh, I had uh, opportunity of meeting uh, late uh, Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam uh, in uh, my lifetime and I heard few his speeches uh, of him what he said about uh, about him so it's all about the journey it's never uh, it's never about the destination uh, where you want to reach ha, the journey is beautiful uh, destinations uh, everybody lands up at some sooner or later okay so if you if I you know uh, go a bit uh, on the early stage it was never like that uh, Benjamin that I landed up uh, onto my uh, interest right away. I had to do lot, lot of exploration. And I, you know, uh, burnt my hand with lot many things, which also affected my grades, by the way, <laughs> for everybody's uh, knowledge. It, you know, and during my second years, my grades were extremely down because I was doing all sorts of activities. I was part of multiple teams, group, who are doing even I was a particip participation of the debate society. I was doing photography. I was I just wanted to do as many things as possible. Was wow. not just didn't want to sit idle. Just didn't want to waste my time. What uh, you know in in other things and for others uh, as I'm an engineer, I always used to game. I always used to spend you know uh, night outs by playing Counter Strikes and Dota and everything. So that's, that's uh, how you grow, but you know, you never, you cannot devote everything to your gaming or to your exploration. So they, there is always, you know, uh, sometime you need to, you know, freshen, freshen up yourself and it could be for uh, some people, it could be gaming, for some people, it could be exercising, running or whatever, you know, they, they like or singing, uh, something like that. Right. So it, 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 it was always like that. You know, uh, I actually participated in, I, I was a, you know, <laughs> participation. I, I did participate in one of the singing competitions as well. I thought I, I sing uh, well and still I, th I think myself that I am a very good singer, though other people do not agree. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, but, you know, I, I, in my opinion, I am, I'm a good singer. So I continue my bathroom singing. So I, I explored all those things. So for right. the pressures who is still are not very sure what they really want to do it right based on your interest be it uh, it is related to your uh, uh, i would say education or it is related to your interest. you need to explore that because i knew one of my colleague uh, i don't want to name him because uh, but he's at a very very good position he was a very good student uh, in uh, in our CSE graduate currently he is an animator in Pixar 
so he has changed his whole trajectory he said okay i don't want to do all this i want to do an animation and post graduation he he took up a course uh, on animation and you know as started applying firstly he got the job in red chilies and then he went to uh, pixar wow. so that's that's how you do that's how it's and i always believe in one uh, quotation i i'm quoting so many things but i i <laughs> believe in these one liner sentences a lot it's never too late it's never ever too late so, so once you decide that you want to embark on some journey you can be you know uh, prepare yourself and do whatever you do full heartedly it shouldn't be like that okay i want to do this thing as well i want to do this thing as well i want to do this thing as well because if you step into multiple boats you will sink you have to be focused you have to be patient and you have to give your uh, your 100% and dedication to what you really want to do once you do that in any kind and i don't think so there is nothing in the world which is not achievable if you do uh, these kind of a thing wholeheartedly right you can achieve everything so it's just that once you decide once you 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 are dedicate you are dedicating yourself and your time to a specific goal then you you know word comes at your feet very true very true i completely agree with that uh, I, i want to take two steps back and just look at young candidates uh, who uh, let's assume that they want to be uh, or to follow a career in data science right what is the most common misunderstanding that fresh graduates have when they jump into uh fields like data science for example i'm not going to say only data science because uh, i think a lot of these assumptions that they carry are uh, you know transcends the field that you want to but since we're talking about data science i'll, I'll say data science as a career yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'll tell you so uh, i have trained multiple freshers and i'm currently leading a team of around 40 45 people which has around 10 15 interns from the college itself so i keep on seeing and i keep on tackling their questions like how to do this how to do that so i'll give you a brief about that how to actually get into a data science and what should be a you know probable tra- trajectory i'm not uh, you know uh, saying it uh, on a hard fast route that you have to follow the follow this only but this is i believe uh, because of my experience and whatever i have gained uh, in past 8 8 9 years from this field and telling you uh, from that itself got it so once you get into the data science field it's not always like that that you start building up different ml machine learning or deep learning models right away everything starts from the basics okay the mm. basics for data science is data understanding the data what right. kind of a data you have data if i talk about broadly data can be classified into three different things one could be textual one could be image related one could be audio related these three and there's one more thing uh, which is time series related okay mm. but that time series also comes in the part of textual or structured data i would say once you get a hang of these data or understand the, you know what kind of a data is it then the next part is about the eda eda is exploratory data analysis so whenever a fresher joins my team i ask first of all in in 
three months, in first three months, I asked them to continually, continuously explore the data set, data set, get into the depth of data, what all data, uh, data you are getting and how you can analyze it. And there are multiple blogs like machine learning mastery, like analytics with the KD nuggets. Even in Kaggle, you will find a lot many resources which actually will tell you how to do these kind of analysis. Okay. Right. And once once you get in, and uh, as I mentioned to you guys earlier, that Kaggle and participating in multiple competitions or data hacks like Kaggle or in analytics where they are in multiple other forums like you know hacker earth or hacker rank or something yeah. that gives you that gives you more comp, uh, you know uh, understanding plus due to the competitive nature of those uh, competitions you actually you know you get the hang of that okay i am getting some rewards out of it and uh, i am improving myself on that and it also improves your profile so if you uh, mention somewhere over that that you are a Kaggle expert into this, 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 everybody will recognize you, right? So it has a very, very good importance to that. So the initial phase, everybody who is aspiring to be a data scientist should follow this, that they need to participate on these kind of a data hacks, okay? Got it. Then exploring the data, data, data sets, okay? And if you want to be a good uh, ML or deep learning expert, do not only focus on the programming or some set of libraries like uh, SciPy, NumPy, TensorFlow, or Keras, or uh, PyTorch, okay? If you are, you know, if you are expert in utilizing these uh, libraries, you are again a data science developer, you are not a data scientist. You right. need to understand the methodology, the mathematics behind the functionality of uh, all the algorithms and this takes time it is not like that that in uh, six month time or in uh, one year time you'll get a hang of everything it's a gradual process once you are start understanding the data if you are if you are not aware of python please make sure you learn python okay python is one of the very famous languages is used in uh, statistical analytical and in data science domain and most of the libraries are compatible with python and we do a lot of extensive research on python itself okay right once you get a hang of data once you get a hang of python then you start delving yourself into small small classical machine learning techniques so why I'm ta specifically ta talking about classical machine learning techniques because they are the base of uh, uh, the bigger algorithms and which are, you know, uh, the deep learning we talk about or, you know, multiple uh, ANNs and DNNs we talk about. The whole base is lying around into the classical learning space, classical machine learning space. So you need to learn how random forest work, the basics of it, not just the, uh, because in my experience, I have seen, you know, during the interviews, if uh, I asked a few fresher, you know, explain about random forest and they explained the library uh, SciPies and scikit-learn, what are the parameters we can utilize into that. That's not random forest, okay? That's the application or that's a library which you can utilize to uh, build the random forest uh, module. And right. many things you can do just by, you know, uh, following some blogs over internet. But if I really want to, I'll give you one, exp uh, you know, one example from uh, my uh, 
domain itself you know there are multiple blogs which will uh, give you uh, that how to classify an image from a, uh, in a cat or a dog right Right. they give you a good a good kind of accuracy that you can you can you, uh, you can achieve 70% of the accuracy but how to go beyond 70 to 80 or 90% that's where the data science uh, scientist uh, role comes in that's right. where your knowledge of algorithm your understand deep understanding of uh, what is the basis of these algorithm comes in how you can tweak the parameters how you can judge it so i call it one thing one uh, i always use this term with many of my freshers and uh, undergrad student who interact me is about intuitive data science data science is again one of the you know uh, you can perform those things by intuition and intuition comes with experience and learning okay as much as you learn as much as uh, as you uh, as much exploration you did about the data you'll get the intuition how to solve this kind of a problem for a data scientist you know everybody uh, and the problems we we get in day to day life is always an open ended problem nobody right. knows how to solve those problem and even sometimes uh, the management is not clear uh, that what results we can take out from this data it's us it's data scientist who de- uh, you know crunch the data who perform you know multiple algorithmic analysis and find out what kind of a things we can drive out out from the data mm. right so that's how you proceed and it again i just want to mention it's a gradual process if you think in one year down the line you'll become a good data scientist so uh, i'm sorry to say that's not going to possible uh, <laughs> you can get you can get into if you want to be a good data scientist if you just want to be a data science developer well, i think so understanding and usage of these kind of uh, libraries is uh, you can learn in it within 6 month or uh, one year and you can get a job into data science developer role but if you really want to do uh, something good and something innovative then or you know creating some algorithms or uh, you know creating some architectures of these neural networks and all then you have to be patient you have to learn the nitty gritties of uh the data science part the mathematics and the algorithm behind it and then you can proceed it so all i would say if you want to be a good data science or a scientist or it will require at least 3 years of your time this is my experience the on the basis of, of uh, which i am telling you and after 3 years it's not that that you will be uh, you know you you can stop your learning you have to keep updating yourself with the new set of technologies because every day and day out there are a lot many research papers and patents are getting published so you have to you know keep keep up to your uh, you know these things as well and one more thing which data scientists and many other people during uh, this kind of a role actually try to avoid is reading research paper <laughs> so the people who really want to get into this field they have to read at least one research paper a day at least i would say if you can wow. go beyond that is very 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 good i would say but uh, you sh- you guys should uh, you know get into a habit of reading one research paper related to your domain uh, every day right and if not you can start it with like two to three research papers in a uh, in a day and then start you know increasing your frequency and i can understand initially it could be a 
difficult difficult for you guys to understand the mathematics and other things into the research paper so do not go into the mathematics just understand what problem they suggest uh, proposed and what are the solution they are proposing slowly slowly you will get the hang of mathematics as well because they are very limited set of uh, equations and uh, derivation which are uh, which gets utilized in all the data science and ai and ml space you'll get the hang of it and you will start recognizing all those equations and everything but just be patient and uh, uh, just tag along and uh, as i mentioned in in a very early st earlier stage of uh, this uh, podcast that you need not to be smart or intelligent enough you just have to spend more time with the problem and the problem will give you the solution if you uh spend more time with that so that's all awesome so i'm going to try and summarize what you've you've basically said in terms of the attitude that a young person who's going to jump into data science or into this field would should ideally have one i would say is patience for sure right um the other would be inquisitiveness or the desire to to discover something and i may say the third would be drive would i be correct in assuming those three things absolutely benjamin awesome awesome so i guess that's a great uh, equilibrium to have in order to jump into this listen deep it's been fantastic talking to you your 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 deep dive into the subject i think will open eyes for potential future data science or data scientists um you know to get them on board or for those who are considering it and think hey this is not for me i'm sure they'll step away from it and that's also fine it's perfectly fine if they do that because it's better to be in a place like you said where they really enjoy what they do and you know it's no longer work it's 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 what you enjoy having said that i've got a quick rapid fire session uh questions five common questions that i'm just going to run through you um just uh so i'll just kick it off what would you say is your favorite movie matrix okay i'll come back to that one uh what's your favorite book sapiens yeah i saw that coming so, um <laughs> go uh, go ahead go ahead i don't know uh, people are much aware about that so i like to read a lot uh, about anthropology and uh, so i am a very avid reader uh, reader of these kind uh, of uh, books actually so it's it's a very well written book by uh, you all uh, noah harari and yep. uh, i i believe everybody should read this book because it gives you a different perspective uh, how human kind actually developed and how where are we currently placed placed about so yep gives you a different set of you know perspective to look into your things around totally uh what's the most used app on your phone most used app currently it's outlook and teams because <laughs> they, i'll be very frank because uh, you know lot many times lot many emails and my you know, on microsoft teams there are so many things yeah. uh, keeps on hanging but you know i during my free time i uh, actually uh, use lot of spotify for to listen 
lot of hindi classical music and i mean i love classical music ghazals and even uh, different uh, sufi musics nice awesome okay um two more questions work from home hybrid or work from office what's your preference so i like a hybrid culture because um it could be possible that so i'll give you a you know why i actually selected hybrid so yeah. sometimes it depends on the position you have taken uh it becomes very uh, difficult to manage things from home where you know all the team members and if you need to connect you know around uh you have to connect multiple teams which are reporting to you you so every for every single thing you have to call if you are you know doing work from home right uh if you are in hybrid space because currently we are doing a hybrid culture we come to come to office two to three days in a week we wrap up all our important meetings over here over here and we do two to three days work from home but for initial face to face conversation and for social interaction i would say hybrid culture is best fit for this okay fair enough um apple versus android apple okay that i was not expecting but okay <laughs> interesting yes yeah so there's a you know big bit uh, story behind that as well actually so i was using android throughout my life i was doing you know regular changes in kernel because you can do a lot many things on android right. phone right that's but, why I, i was i wasn't expecting you to say apple actually <laughs> yeah but you know what happened was uh, there was one time there's one time i was actually uh, had to take a very very important call and though i had a very expensive phone uh, android expensive phone but it got hacked and due to that i actually suffered some major drawbacks in my life and since then i decided i will never ever take android phone because that's not reliable oh my so goodness since then i have you know purchased apple uh, phone iphone and uh, luckily for you know since that since then i never faced a problem that it it gets hang or something like that so right. the availability of service is very nice with apple that's the one thing i look for in mobile phones okay fair enough fair enough i i want to do one final thing i want to jump back to your, to our first question about the favorite movie matrix um what got you interested in it matrix again it's something related to compu- computers back then uh you know when this movie uh, actually released i was not uh, you know very old to understand this kind of a uh, movie but my father actually made me you know watch this movie at mm. that point of time i never actually realized but when i got into college i watched uh, all the th- three parts again okay and that's one that's when i realized okay this is something very good but i just want to add one thing the re- uh, recent matrix which uh, released recently was is not up to the mark <laughs> <laughs> i think you and many people feel the same way so i, I wouldn't blame you for that yeah, yeah. awesome hey deep it's been amazing talking to you um the same revelations way. the in-depth uh, knowledge that you have about mm-hmm. the field and the advice that you've been giving um the pointers that you have i don't want to say advice advice is too uh, complicated but the pointers that you've been giving to uh potential listeners young students who are uh, looking for 
a route and trying to understand what uh, data science is all about. I think uh, a lot of questions would have been answered today, and we just want to take the time to thank you for spending this time with us. I know your time is very precious and you have uh, enough and more on your plate, but I thank you so much for coming on. Thanks a lot, Benjamin, for inviting me and all the very best to the young uh, graduates and young people who are aspiring their career into this field. All the very best to, uh, to you guys. And uh, I guess, I hope uh, Benjamin will be posting, uh, posting my LinkedIn profiles or uh, some contact details where, you know, uh, if people want to connect me, they can. I'm very Amazing. Happy. Awesome. I'll do that for sure. Thank you so much, Deep. Have a good Thanks one. Thanks a lot, Benjamin. Have a good one. Thank you. Enjoyed listening to this podcast? Well, follow us and hit that subscribe button and let us know what you think. And don't forget to tune in to the next edition of the podcast right here. This podcast of the Tech Career Show was brought to you by impactiers.club.